0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week in Review for June 12th. Uh, I want to say thank you for listening. We you just stumbled across us here, check us out at the KF com and the KF Podcast on social media sites Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, no uh, TikTok yet. And uh, check out the Pop Culture Week in Review. Find us on your favorite podcasting app at KF Podcast or the KF Podcast. With me today is Brock. Hey. Justin will be listening in with, on Hello. mute. He hates wrestling
1: because he's a jerk.
0: And two weeks in a row, no Ken because he is off doing things. So uh, busy week in wrestling. We mm-hmm. had a takeover um, last Friday. We had oh, we had some breaking news. So breaking news: um, the WWE has announced that Paul Heyman is returning to an in-ring personality only he will not be in charge of monday night raw anymore bruce pritchard is now in charge of both shows um triple h and Shawn michaels are still nxt thank god um the announcement said they're trying to streamline their product it's a load of shit i think
1: yeah i raw even through all the pandemic stuff and everything has been so much better than smackdown
0: so much better than smackdown Raw's entertaining. They push new, younger talent. They do different things. Uh, I think you see Bruce Prichard come in. This is just, I'll uh, bring Lesnar and give him the belt again. Yeah. Give him both belts. Merge the belts. Give him both belts. <laughs> get rid Thank of all, all this McIntyre and all these other guys. You you get know.
1: your continuity.
0: <laughs> get you some continuity. I think this is a terrible decision. Um, I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. Paul Heyman, would he get a year in that job, if that?
1: Yeah, just about a year. Oh. So Bruce Pritchard got both Bischoff and Heyman fired then from yeah. their respective roles. He better leave Triple H and Shawn Michaels alone.
0: I know. He better leave those guys alone. And, and apparently Road Dogg, too. They're all down in NXT. Looking old as hell but running <laughs> NXT. Just leave them alone. Leave NXT alone. I don't uh, even want guys to get called up from NXT. I think it's no, they'll a death, use them. death sentence. Yeah,
1: they'll use them incorrectly, and they'll just be, yeah, like you said, a death sentence. Yes.
0: Um. So let's go to SmackDown last week. Um. This horrible Jeff Hardy shit is still continuing. Uh. I heard it's only going to get worse tonight on SmackDown. They're going really? to have pissing in at a bottle and all this stuff, and uh, it's just bad. Um. It's just bad. It's poor taste. It's bad. Um. Are you annoyed with Otis yet? Like I am, or yes. are you still like Otis?
1: Yes, I've been annoyed with Otis for a while. Yeah,
0: it's it's the much. same
1: thing over and over again. Yeah. If they ever did anything new with it, I might be interested. But it's just the same thing every week.
0: Yeah, it's him gyrating.
1: It yeah. yeah.
0: And, and you know he can't get hurt by anybody, and he just I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't... like
1: Otis. I like the character, but it's just it's too. I like heavy machinery.
0: I like heavy machinery. Yeah. yeah. It's a tag team partner. You know, the straight guy, the funny dude, you know, the the serious guy, the goof. They had a good thing going. It's too much of this Mandy Rose stuff. And, you know, it's just I don't know.
1: Where's Tucker? Is he not able to travel or something?
0: No, they're just keeping him off TV. They're saying that he's hurt. But I think they're just keeping him off TV. They have nothing for him. You know how they are.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um, What else do we have on there? We had some. Uh. Lacey Evans and Sonny DeVille continuing their rivalry. Lacey got a win. You had AJ Styles and Daniel Bryant. That whole thing going on. Their match should be pretty good. I hope AJ wins, though. Hmm. Uh, good to see Drew Gulak back. Did he got his job back?
1: That's so weird. Like, him and Drake Maverick. It's like, What are they doing? I don't know they just see if these guys, like if they're like fans would get behind it to bring them back or something or I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think the whole I mean, the Maverick thing, I think, was real. It seemed real to me, but maybe it was a work. Who mm-hmm. knows? I don't know. I don't think that they would Maverick would do that, especially since a lot of his friends lost their jobs. I think yeah. he kind of probably felt like he lost it, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I don't know. I'm glad he got a job back. I'm glad they're doing something with him. We'll get him into here in NXT in a minute. Um, but the big shocker on this night is I can't believe they let Bailey and Sasha win these tag team belts and took yeah. them off and Cross already. I was shocked by that.
1: Yeah, me too. And that's because, you know, they're only doing it so they can add to the whole, like, Sasha turns good on Bailey storyline.
0: Yeah, they're using they the could, belts for that.
1: Mm-hmm, which it wasn't necessary. They've been building up for that for a year.
0: Yeah. Now, the only thing I don't mind about it is at least these female tag belts are getting some major parts. They were main event on SmackDown. They opened the show on Raw with them. They had the Iconics out. They're going to do like Mm -hmm. a freeway at at Backlash, a triple threat. So, uh, you know, at least they're using them because a lot of people were like, those belts don't matter. They're never on TV when the Kabuki Warriors had them. But now at least they're trying to do more with them.
1: And they already announced that... uh... Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart face the winner of that match the following Wednesday on NXT. Yeah, which is good. So, that's...
0: Yeah, it so is an
1: all-brand title, which... I think they might be trying to like test the waters with that, too. Maybe they'll start making more multi-branded titles.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah it makes sense good. when you have a limited roster right now of, like, 30 people across all three brands.
0: Yeah
1: just start, you know, unify like the U S title and the intercontinental title or something. And there's a lot you could do just for, just temporarily.
0: Yeah. Or like you said, come up with something that's, you know, come up with a trios belt and make it three. Yeah. Yeah. You have with the new day and the, and the, and the other, the, the military dudes, which I don't know if Jackson Riker still has a job or not, but, uh, you know, uh, you could do a trios belt. Um, there's enough triple men teams that you could can. Yeah. Work
1: something yeah. The um, new group that formed on Wednesday, which we'll talk about in a little bit.
0: Yeah. So, um, then you had, uh, I found the Rey Mysterio retirement thing with him arguing with Seth Rollins. I found that pretty funny. Um, <laughs> uh, i liked like Alistair black just came out and just attacked him. I thought it was like Dominic at first. I always <laughs> think Dominic's attacking. Then it's some other wrestler. Um, uh, <laughs> But, you know, I don't mind the Ray and, and, and Seth stuff they have going. It's interesting enough.
1: Yeah, I really don't know where they're going with it either. So that's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it's hard to figure that one out. And I like the disciples that they now call them.
1: Yeah, he needs 10 um, more.
0: He, de- he needs to keep building them out. Um, I thought the Christian Edge segment was a little odd.
1: yeah. Cause... I don't know. They're just trying to force this match and trying to make it like make us care about it. Do you care about this match at all?
0: I did before they started advertising it as the greatest match ever. Mm-hmm. How, how can you advertise that and, and expect to live up to that expectation? You're shooting yourself in the foot. Especially I, I, with... I like Edge and Orton. I was excited for them to fight again because I miss Edge. I miss Edge wrestling. I was happy to see him wrestle a regular match. Like We yeah. haven't seen that in years, in nine right. years so i'm like yeah i don't mind that but when you start going is this the greatest match ever and you say it 20 fucking times and it ever- has
1: the, the theme song from greatest showman playing for the video oh, packages and so stuff
0: stupid. it's so dumb it's not the came out said that that's not even
1: gonna be the best match on the show yeah <laughs> and he's friends with both of those guys
0: it's so it's so dumb it, it's just, it's such bad. It's such typical stupid WWE like booking nowadays. The things that they do like Vince thinks, Oh, that's a good idea. We'll call yeah. it the greatest smash ever. And you know, people have to be like, Holy shit, this is stupid.
1: <laughs> it is though. So.
0: So, so then we had more of the Viking Raiders and the street profits and their nonsense. I'm over that too. Just wrestle by now.
1: Yeah. I like that. They came out at the end to help, uh, Getting up on Bobby Lashley and MVP, like they needed six on two for that for some reason.
0: (laughs) I have a theory about that. We'll get to that here in a minute. Um, I thought I enjoyed the number one contenders match um, for the U.S. title. I thought Mm -hmm. that was well done with Owens and Garza and Andrade turning on each other and everything that they did. Um, I like all three of those guys, so I, I enjoyed that. Um, I think that's good. I think they're building some different rivalries there and some different layers, which is good. Raw, Um, I think, was very entertaining. Had a lot of entertaining matches, entertaining things going on. Um, Then you had the Drew uh, McIntyre-Lashley thing and all that. I think you're going to see down the road here um, the Street Profits join Lashley and, 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 um, and MVP.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Cuz remember how he said to them in that one episode like um you guys are a joke now. Everything's funny to you. Yeah. Uh, you're running around doing golfing and stuff when you know you can't really beat that team. Uh it, it's all it's all fun and games for you. So, um you know, I think eventually they're going to turn. Mhm. I think it's going to be like them loo- all, like they're going to lose to the Raiders and then, like, cheat the win and then join up with... Because I think that would be a good... I like what they're doing with MVP that, like, he's kind yeah. of taking guys that are a little bit funny, a little bit goofy, have something going on with them, giving them a, a a a grittier edge. I mean, he's done a lot for Lashley that just made Lashley go from a guy that steals other people's wives to, like, a number yeah. one contender, Right. You know. So I, I like what they're building here. I think I think you're going to see that happen with the Prophets. I think that would be a good idea. And throw Bianca Belairn with them, too, I think would be good.
1: What if they went to the less obvious route and had the Viking Raiders turn?
0: That would be good. Yeah. Um. Then you had Oscar versus Charlotte Flair, which was good. Of course, they had to do a cheat ending because they can never do a real ending. No. Um, you know. Those two, I mean, they gave them almost 25 minutes to work. I was surprised by the amount of time they got to work. They put on a hell of a show because mm-hmm. both those girls cannot wrestle a lot of people. So oh, that yeah. was, enter- was entertaining. Um, before we get into the NXT stuff, um, why don't we do a couple of little backlash predictions since we're talking about the main branch right now? Okay. Um, who do you like in Rollins versus Aleister Black?
1: Uh, Rollins.
0: I like Rollins, too. Um, Raw Tag Team Champions Profits versus the Raiders.
1: I think the Street Profits will retain.
0: Yeah, I do, too. And I think they're going to retain, like I said, by doing something that's a little shady. Trying to get that edge to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus versus Hardy.
1: Uh, Sheamus.
0: I agree. Hardy's going to take a while before he beats him. Mm-hmm. That angle's horrible. Um, Apollo Cruz versus Andrade. Uh,
1: I think Apollo Cruz will win. He'll retain. I think he's gonna have a little a decent run with that.
0: I hope so, unless it hasn't changed with Bruce Pritchard coming in.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: Woman's tag. Um, I, I
1: think, think Bailey that, and Sasha are gonna keep it for a little bit until they turn on each other.
0: I think they, I think they're going to have the Iconics win, and um, this. And this be another thing with Bayley. I think they're going to pull the trigger on the Bailey. You think? Tank. Not right away, but it'll be like, hey, you lost those belts for us. I can see yeah. There. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not sure why you throw them in a tag team match already. Mm-hmm. Um, the greatest wrestling match ever. I think Edge will win.
1: I think Wharton's going to win. And
0: then they'll have to do a third match. Yeah. What do you do then? You already had Last Man Standing. You know, you had Hell in a, a cell. cell. Hell in a <laughs> Cell. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, Oscar versus Nia Jax. I think Oscar wins. Yeah. Um, Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison. I think Strowman retains with The Fiend returns.
1: Yeah, um, probably.
0: At the end to attack him. And uh, McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley.
1: I think McIntyre is going to retain.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to keep it until there's some live audiences.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think he deserves it. All right, so let's review uh, TakeOver In Your House. Um, we had, first of all, did you see they brought the In Your House guy back?
1: Yeah, Todd Pettengill.
0: That was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> I don't know why they don't use him more often. He's he's still good.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. He was good. Is he still work for them? I
1: don't think so. I don't know what he does now.
0: Um. So you had the uh, big women's match thing first. uh, Where Blackheart and Tika Knox won.
1: Yeah, their partner and Candace ran ran off fighting through the crowd or whatever. Yeah. To the back.
0: Uh, That was just okay.
1: Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez never get to win.
0: No, they don't. They're like a bad guy team, and they never win. Um, what'd you think about Balor and Damian Priest?
1: I thought that was good. I, I got a funny, was... a funny story about that. That bump that Priest took.
0: Oh my god! Brutal.
1: At the end, Justin, he had the stairs set up on the on the floor on the outside, and he acted like he was gonna throw Finn Balor onto the stairs. Finn Balor countered it and kicked him, and he fell onto. He like hit the, his lower back on the edge of the stairs. It looked horrible. Ow. But here's my funny story about that. He Damian Priest is coming out to the ring and the guy's like, Oh, who's that guy? I was like, That's Damian Priest. He used to be punishment Martinez. She's like, I don't remember him. And then she he opened his mouth. She's like, Ooh. And I was like, What's wrong? She's like, What's wrong with his teeth? She's like she's like, I was like, I saw this He's like, Oh, he's, he's a good looking guy. And then he opened his
0: mouth. I'm like, That's horrible
1: <laughs> But it's true.
0: Wow. <laughs> Poor Damian Priest.
1: I like him a lot. He's cool.
0: I, I like him too. I think they did a great job. Him and Bauer went off. Uh, Priest just shows he can wrestle with smaller guys, bigger guys. Mm-hmm. He's good. I hope they do something with him because he's good.
1: Yeah, he's gonna. I, I think. I think they're turning him good.
0: Yeah. From the NXT, yeah. Yeah. Um, Keith Lee beat Johnny Gargano, which was. That was a good match. Yeah, they were all good. They did the house. Johnny came out of the house. Then he couldn't get back in the house, which was funny.
1: <laughs> he stopped and blew a kiss to the picture of Doc Hendricks or whatever. That
0: was. Yeah, it's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> the other thing that annoyed me in that match is that Johnny hit his finish on one of his finishers on Keith Lee three consecutive times with that running knee to the head thing that he did. Yeah, He kicked out every like. Don't why why have him do it three times and have yeah. him kick out three? That's I hate when they do that to somebody's finish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it integrates the finisher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, then we had the Backlot Brawl, which had Adam Cole defeat the Dream um, in that scenario where the Dream came out looking like, uh, uh-huh, who was he dressed like? He was dressed like Negan from The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. He came out in that car, and, the dr- and uh, of course, um, Cole came out in the – uh
1: monster truck
0: there's always a monster truck but this was this was okay i don't i'm not really a big fan of the dream matches but this was okay um i thought the only silly part was the uber driver that pulls up (laughs) hey did you call for an uber and they just start fighting in the car and he's like get out of here i was like why would the uber driver come to this shady area where you see all these cars in a fight going on (laughs) that was silly yeah,
1: it, it, they're doing well with these pre-recorded matches. Though they're making them, they're filming them like movie fights. Yeah, I'm glad they're sticking with it because it it just adds like. And then like last week at the AEW pay-per-view when they did the the stadium stampede, yeah. again on Jericho's podcast, I don't know if you listened to the newest one with the Inner Circle. He's, they filmed that overnight. He said they were there from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, wow. filming, filming different segments and they would when they weren't doing anything they'd be taking a break and they'd come like oh, okay we're, we're ready for this scene now so you, you, we need you you and you and <laughs> so I'm glad that they're embracing that good. both companies are embracing that during this time and I think it's just gonna it's gonna add more entertainment value moving forward now that I I, th- I just hope they stick with it because yeah. they have to do it now but I think that you know, it's showing that people like that kind of thing. The more scripted, more yeah. Hollywood type match. And that's what this was.
0: The only thing I'll say about this match that I didn't like, and it's the same thing I said about the Stampede match. It didn't need commentary.
1: Yeah. And I think that re- I saw the Undertaker AJ Styles one was so much better yes. than the rest. Exactly. It felt like a, a movie fight.
0: Yeah, and had the like when they started this, and you had the real feel music and the dark and the ominous stuff going. The cars beeping their horn. It had this like scripted movie fight. Didn't you hear Maro Ranallo yelling over it? It's like yeah, all stupid pop culture up? references. I yeah, hate them. like shut up. I don't want to hear this. I just want to hear the match. Uh-huh. Wanna, like this is fine. I don't need commentary here. Yeah. Um. Then you had uh and Cross destroyed Tomasa Champa, which I was stunned by.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, Champa had some moves in there, but man, they really made Cross look like a like a beast, which uh, some people were not okay with, but I'm okay with.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to put over a, a new character, like, what better way to do it?
0: Yeah. I mean, they always do the same formula with with new guys in NXT. They come in, make a debut, win a couple matches, mm-hmm. have to fight mid-card for a while. Then maybe take, you know, after months, take a shot at uh, the the North American title, work your way up. Like, I think it's nice in a change of pace to see, like, this guy's brought in as like this doomsday killer tyrant and he destroyed yeah. your top guy. Like,
1: well, look how long it took him to get Keith Lee off the ground. He was there for what, like a year yeah. and a half before they started using him correctly? Like, I'm glad that. You know, the guy who's coming in with a reputation, former, like, Impact champion, all that. Like, throw him right into the the title picture.
0: Right. And he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. And he, you know, he's good. He can wrestle. That
1: guy got himself in phenomenal shape, too, in the time between TNA and NXT.
0: And the gimmick's so good and all the stuff with Scarlett. And it just works really, really well. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the last match I was completely happy with. I was so glad to see that they put the belt finally on Io Shirai. I thought that was a great move by them. Yeah. Um, and that was great. That match was great. Uh, had a lot of good spots in it. Um, you know, good. Uh, a lot of people give Charlotte Flair a lot of shit because she wins a lot of belts, but she get, she can get people over. And, right. and getting getting her in that match and getting Shirai over, this was huge for Io because Io needed this. Hmm. After all she's worked on and, and, and been in other leagues, like, she needed this. is yeah. still an early young ch- girl, 22 years old. She got a lot of time. Yeah, she'll yeah. be fine. They needed this Rhea Shirai in order to um, uh, elevate her a little bit. Or I think she was going to leave.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because her contract was up soon, I think. Yeah. I think she was on that list of people that they said was...
0: Unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go into Wednesday Night NXT then. So then you had uh, Adam Cole come out and said, you know, that he's the most dominant man and all that stuff. It was funny. And then uh, Dexter Loomis kept appearing ringside, like, <laughs> and only Roddy could see him. I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, that was his spot in the uh, the backlot brawl match was pretty funny too, where he was just underneath the ring for no reason. They needed that one more chair that was sitting out there. Yeah. <laughs> It was funny.
0: Yeah, it was funny. Um, especially, what did he do? Didn't he kidnap the Undisputed air? Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, That was funny. They were like, you don't know what it was like. And he, I love Dexter <laughs> Loomis. I think he's good. Um, then you had the Gargano stuff continue with Keith Lee. They got a win on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was okay. You know, I need to see. Uh, I like Gargano and Larray. I think I think Gargano, Larray, Champa, Gargano and Champa are doing a good job now. of Being like, hey, we're the kings of NXT. We've won championships. Now we're here to like push other guys. Uh huh. And that's what they're doing. They're Triple H guys. They're getting other guys over. They don't want to go to the main roster. No, uh, they've
1: begged not to go to the main roster. I
0: have a lot of respect for them. I think they do a great job on NXT of giving these legit guys. They get other people over.
1: What what would they do with either one of them on the main roster?
0: Nothing. They're too short. Hmm. McMahon don't like people that are short. They're not going to put him over. Maybe they would have a little run here and there, but they're not going to do much. They'd work.
1: probably put them right back together as a tag team.
0: Yeah, or make them feud. Mm-hmm. One more time on the main roster.
1: <laughs> WrestleMania.
0: Then, I don't know about you, but when I saw, saw this, like, the logo come up that said in this year, coming out. I thought it was a girl and it turned out to be that Indian tag team. That we haven't seen <laughs> on TV in three months. I was like, Oh, who's in this year? Is this like a new He's the million guy?
1: dollar arm guy.
0: The million dollar arm guy beat the shit out of two local competitor guys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they're back on the map. Uh, and then I saw a great NXT promo. I, I loved everything about the Brizongo promo. <laughs> I loved everything about it. I thought it was great. I thought how like, uh, Tyler Breeze talking about you had that great match at Mania, but didn't say Jericho's name. Yeah. Like, like teased it, you know, then he was. Like, I don't know why
1: they didn't say it because he beat him.
0: And then he In was his like, first match. you're 32 years old. I thought you were like 20 something. <laughs> He's like, remember the time we came out as cops? Remember when we came out as this? Remember when we came out as that?
1: I think they're going to have a different gimmick every week.
0: I love it. I love Breezango. I think they should put the tag belts on him. <laughs> Just do it already. They're much more entertaining as as your tag team champions than Imperium.
1: <laughs> they're just holding them until everybody's back, I think.
0: Yeah. So put them on these guys. I like Breezonga. I think they're good. Um, Balor and Cameron Grimes had a good match. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Balor, I think, is going to challenge Keith Lee, which I don't really understand why.
1: I don't know. He could get the title off Keith Lee without making him look bad by having somebody of Balor's caliber beat him, I guess.
0: But I don't know why for character development of Balor, that he's there to be this prove that he's the best on NXT and a brand. He started, why aren't you going back after Cole? You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. He hasn't had an American title yet. Maybe that's why.
0: Yeah. You care about a mid card belt on NXT all of a sudden for some reason. <laughs> um, then you had uh, Dakota Kai. I, I th- she beat Katie Cat, Myanzaro, whatever, Casey. Uh, you know, the, I kind of fast forward through most of this match. Uh, then I love this angle. I thought this next angle was good. I, a lot of people didn't like it. I loved it. Um, you had Del Fantasma come out with uh, talking to um, Drake Maverick. And then he reveals that he's the guy that was actually – abducting the Mexican wrestlers and now they're on his side and his oh. name is Santos Escobar and he speaks perfect English and he was <laughs> and he was lying, he took his mask off because he lost that mask. He lost that mask in Japan mm-hmm. to I think La Parca beat him or something like that. Okay. And then he he took his mask off and he wasn't wearing it anymore. So I'm fine with him taking his mask off. Cause a lot of people were like, I can't believe that WWE made him take his mask off. I'm like, no, this guy chose to take that mask off months ago, like before he even came here a year ago so he, i think he's
1: he might have done that too to save face with the mexican crowds because they'd see that it's very disrespectful if you put your mask up and then decide to put it back on yeah you know? yeah uh, i know ray mysterio still gets heat for that i think
0: yeah but i like it i mean yeah he's kind of like gonna people are like what is he supposed to be like a drug dealer i'm like i don't know he seems like he's a mexican yeah. like
1: yeah, he's a human uh, trafficker
0: yeah, crime, Yeah, human Traveller, He abducted two other guys. It's very dark order-ish, you know. Like yeah. He recruited them, but I, I liked it. I liked that guy. Because what were they I,
1: doing with those other two? What was Raul well, Mendoza, Mendoza and,
0: and and our boy DJZ, DJ
1: <laughs> whatever his name is. There.
0: You know they were doing absolutely nothing with them. So at least this is something to do with. Walking
1: them. Wild is his WWE name. That's it.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like I, I like King Cuerno. I think he's a good wrestler. This gives him a, a much better edge than wearing that stupid purple mask and wa- and all that stuff he was in a cape, I like this
1: purple mask and cape.
0: I want him to come out in a suit and be Pub- and be Santos Escobar.
1: I do wish that some more of the luchadors actually had masks though, because they unmask all of them.
0: Yeah, eventually.
1: I guess the Lucha House Party still has their masks. and Rey Mysterio, but he's already been unmasked before.
0: And, and he looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like a twelve year old kid. <laughs> well, he was.
1: <laughs> when
0: he took that mask off. Santos Escobar, my new favorite wrestler.
1: He is pretty cool. And
0: then we had Adam Cole versus Dexter Loomis, uh, which was good. Loomis is good. He impresses me each week. I'm glad they're using him. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole won. And in the end, um, a lot of people, again, some people weren't happy with this, but I don't understand why i thought scarlet it was cool when scarlet came out gave him the clock i mean it didn't uh, really say you know carrion's getting a title shot right now but he's looking at him right. i like it i like it why not have your your guy go after the top guy you know
1: They should have called him kevin
0: kevin cross <laughs> killer kevin cross <laughs> i think he's cool i like scarlet i like the whole angle just simply yeah. came out, put a clock in a ring, you know, uh, a Sands of Time thing and did all that. And, and it's it was cool. She didn't need to say a word. He didn't need to attack him. Uh-uh. Cole played it off great by, like, being scared. I thought it was great.
1: <laughs> of course he was scared.
0: I'd be scared if I had to fight Karrion Cross <laughs> in a match. It's huge. Especially standing next to Adam Cole is going to look even bigger.
1: <laughs> yeah, Karrion Cross isn't even that big.
0: It's yeah. just everybody
1: else there is so small.
0: He's what, six, five, six, six
1: I'm looking it up right now.
0: He's pretty jacked, too, though, and he can wrestle. Uh,
1: I'm on the WWE roster page. He's 6'4", 265. Yeah, he's pretty big.
0: Yeah, he's a big guy. Looks good. He's at perfect height. Because when you're that height in there, and you and you're big, and you can move, and you're agile, you can wrestle smaller people, and it looks real. And you can wrestle like a bigger guy, and it looks good. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, yeah, you, know, you can put him in there with anybody, and and it looks like, oh, okay, this guy could probably handle himself. This is not unbelievable. Mhm. All right. So Wednesday night uh, war ratings update. Uh, Dynamite dropped. A lot from last week down to six, seven, seven and NXT dropped too, down to six, seven, three. Only about four thousand behind it. So that's show, weird. Them
1: am coming off a of pay-per-view and everything.
0: Yeah, both shows dropped. And um, I don't know. I still can't understand what people aren't watching. I don't understand. If it's just a live crowd thing or whatever it is, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't it either.
0: Is, it is a solid night of wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan.
1: Mm-hmm. it's the least watched.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's the least watched. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right, so let's get into Wednesday Night Dynamite. Um, Dynamite kicked off with the Butcher and the Blade against FTR. Um, right off the bat, I have to, I don't understand what they're doing with the Butcher and the Blade. They either dress in their, like, Miami Vice white outfits, <laughs> when they come out to the ring, they're still in their, like, sodomy outfits. Like, I don't know what's happening with the two of them. Yeah, uh, and and is the FTR thing going to be now they drive that stupid truck into the ring every time? I think so.
1: I think that's going to be their shtick.
0: I hate that. I hate that right away. I hate that. Like we get like they were they're like as worse as Moxley. Like Moxley <laughs> waiting out in the parking lot, and then the Revivals right, waiting out, and they're like, hey, it's your match time. All right, we're going to aggressively drive in real fast. Get rid of that shit. That is so stupid to me. I don't know why. Well, I the think they're
1: that. trying to play it off that they're not signed.
0: Yeah, they're not signed. They just show free up. Free
1: agents, yeah.
0: Even though they have a sanctioned match, they just show up. Yeah. Now, match wise, I thought it was a really good match.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think this is one of the better matches that they let the butcher and the blade wrestle. Yeah. I mean, usually they they get squashed, and in this they actually look pretty good. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of good back and forth, a lot of good moves. Because
1: they they finally have another team that complements their style. Exactly. There's all the tag teams there just jumping around in flips and stuff and you know what of those guys those guys
0: right i think that's what was so refreshing about it it was good to see a different style a tag match on there with them on there yeah and and that's what the revival brings you they are talented they are good and the butcher and the blade looked really good too Mm -hmm. so yeah it was a good tag team hard hitting good spots it was it was well done um then you had that women's match. I really didn't have a lot of investment in here. I just really kept this on and listened for how many times Jr. talks about Penelope Ford and how she's hot. Yeah. I, 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 that's like his new thing now. I don't really understand it.
1: They're setting her up to be the next title contender, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jericho was on commentary.
1: I'm starting to get a t- little sick of it.
0: It's like too much of a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: because he's talking over everybody now. and yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think Excalibur was able to finish his sentence the entire episode. And he's
0: screaming so loud into the microphone. And mm-hmm. yeah, I get what you mean. It's like too much of a good thing. Like, have, yeah. have him on once and it was funny, but bring him out another time. Like, it's just.
1: Yeah, like, or have him do one or two matches or something, you know, not the whole show.
0: Yeah. Um,. So a few things in here before we get into this match. I don't under I have you know I I know Ken hates when I complain about the rankings here, but please <laughs> tell me how in the hell um, shitty Dustin Rhodes and and Q T Marshall all of a sudden get a title shot next week. I don't understand how that works.
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: I mean, the didn't the best
1: friends win the number one contender spot? Didn't yeah, they win that?
0: They're, the <laughs> they're the number one ranked tag team behind, the, behind this tag team they, they, they get their match at Fighter Fest but mm-hmm. apparently before their match at Fighter Fest any Sh- Joe Schmo can just <laughs> challenge and get a, tag, a title shot I don't understand it it makes your ranking system look stupid that, and the natural disasters or whatever the hell they're called the natural nightmares they haven't beat anybody worth a shit why they're ranked number two I have no idea because they <laughs> suck
1: they're the future.
0: So uh, they're getting a title match. And then Sydney so of the best friends and Orange Cassidy took on Proud and Powerful and Jake Hager. Uh, this was a lot of hard-hitting stuff. It just led to Orange Cassidy getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> but, you know, he hit him with a bag of oranges, like, multiple <laughs> times.
1: I think that the big bag uh, was, like, foam balls. And then the, the bag that he opened like from the produce counter and dumped in there, I think those were real oranges. Yeah. So I think there was just like a handful of oranges in that whole bag. They, were blood know, oranges. <laughs> like, yeah. they weren't blood oranges. Blood oranges are small. Those are like grapefruits.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they were blood oranges, Brock. They must have said that a thousand times.
1: <laughs> Which rock star used to beat his kids with bags of oranges because it didn't bruise? Who was? You know what I'm talking about though, right?
0: Yeah, I just can't remember.
1: Look it up, Justin, who beat their kids with a piece of oranges.
0: So and then and then here's another part that was that really was annoying to me. So now the best friends are pissed at what happened to Orange Cassidy. So now they're gonna put their number one contendership up against yeah. the spots next week, and you know they're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> Why yep. would you put that on the line?
1: It's, it's not about that anymore. It's about revenge.
0: So that Jericho fights you next week, just go beat him up. You put that <laughs> on the line. And you know you're going to lose it. I think <laughs> I think it's a shame that they were doing that. The best friends. They they let these guys become number one contenders, and now they're like, oh, everyone's back, so we don't need them anymore. Yeah. We we need Jericho in the pay per view, uh, fighting for the tag title. So let's put them as they're going to be the new number one contenders.
1: Uh huh.
0: It's going to be the two of them versus Hangman. Well, they have more
1: more business. Being top contenders than the natural nightmares do, though. They
0: have actually won a few matches. I don't know. It was just all over the place with some of this booking. I don't really understand. There was a lot of booking on here that I'm like, I don't really get what they're doing. Um, and Gavara... I didn't see
1: the rest of this because I was in my basement and I didn't have cable anymore after this.
0: Okay. Guevara <laughs> took the banana. Okay. Um, Cole Cabana slipped again. That's his new thing. He keeps slipping. Like he's like, <laughs> and he any he and he blew a move because he slipped. And then the Dark Order came out in full force. They even had the other guys back. Evil Uno and Grayson and those guys were all back. Okay. Uh, you know, um, Brody Lee came over, picked him up, told him to stand up, and then Cole Cabana followed him to the back and then went into Brody Lee's office. Okay. I don't understand why Brody Lee has lost total interest in the world title. <laughs> <after one match. laughs> he really can't beat him. I mean, he doesn't care at all about it at all. Like all he cares about is recruiting Colt Cabana. That's your only driving force. How many people
1: games. does he already have in this group too?
0: A ton. No one worth a shit. No one that can win a match. Uh, Ten's a big dude, but he, he, he you know, he, he can't beat Moxley or anybody like that. So I don't, I don't understand, like... I get that they're recruiting, but is that all you're doing with Brody Lee now since he lost that match? Is he just comes out for two minutes and tries to recruit and then walks away like you have no other story with him? Yep. I I don't really understand that booking. (laughs) Same with Lance Archer. He hasn't done shit either. He's just sitting in a crowd for two hours.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they they don't have anything left
0: for him to do. But, But Matt Hardy's in like four segments. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall... Are, are in more segments than Archer and, and Lee are now, who are two of their big call-ups. I don't understand this fabulous booking that, that AEW thinks they have. I don't understand it. Guys that you're trying to get over. Sean Spears hasn't wrestled at all. All he does is sit in the crowd looking sad because Telly hates him now. I mean, I know <laughs> maybe that's an angle they're working on, but get moving on it, mm-hmm. you know? I don't want to see Matt Hardy 7,000 times in, in eight different segments. Did
1: they even mention MJF? He like was then? on
0: He was in the in the crowd. He was pissed because he's the ceiling and no one and and they want he can't get a title match around here. And then he's going to fight Billy Gunn next week because Billy (laughs) he called Billy Gunn stupid and all his kids stupid. (laughs) But like, you know, that ending of the of the best friends thing, like when all the tag people came out and and, and all this stuff happened, like uh, and, and then you had Matt Hardy doing like multiple personas in the ring, like having twitches and turning into different people. That is so stupid to me. <laughs> I, don't you mind if you want to, I don't mind that you start each match as like a different persona like they did, but this instant transmission that where he goes from guy to guy, it's so bad to me. Yeah. It's so bad. But he came out to yell at Sammy Guevara after Sammy Guevara won and said like, Sammy, you would be a lot better if you joined me instead of Jericho, and you didn't. Ha- I, you could be a star and a champion if you weren't with Jericho. So they're trying to like do that.
1: I think there that is a story with him because he's always getting beat up while the other guys escape. I think is what they're going to play because they they kept talking about that on the Jericho podcast this week. He had the whole inner circle on there talking about the stadium stampede, and all they kept talking about was how Sammy took all the bad bumps.
0: Yeah, he gets all the he gets all the damage. Uh Uh-huh. Finally, then you had Cody versus Mark Quinn. Um, Good match. Kudos to Mark Quinn. He looked good in this match. He did a good job.
1: Is he still hurt?
0: No, he was fine. His leg was fine. He was jumping all around.
1: Good. Um,
0: Cody beat him clean. You know, this thing, like, Cody has this, like, little edge to him and, like, gets pissed and beats people up a little bit during the match. Um, The match then ended where he's, like, Hugging Quinn and then Jack Swagger or not Jack Swagger, Jake Hager comes out and again and in some incredible AEW booking that I don't understand. He comes out, I'm like, okay, he's gonna say he wants him next week for the title because that's Cody's thing. The belt will be defended yeah. each week, right? You know, and they're like not waiting till the week that week to tell you they're doing it the week before. So Hager comes in and just starts beating uh, him up, beating the two of them up, which then led to like. None of the, none of the elite came out and helped him. Like it was like Matt Hardy and private party came out and helped him for some reason, you know? And, um,
1: well, they're a faction now, Matt Hardy and private party. They're the Hardy party.
0: Yeah. They're the Hardy party. And then like, um, you know, some inner circle came out and they had a fight. And then Cody was like, I know what you want, Hager. You want this belt? Well, I'll fight you at fighter fest. And I'm like, why does he have to wait till Fighter Fest? Can't he just fight you next week? Isn't that the whole rule? You can just fight the guy next week. Like every week is an open challenge. Like wait, Fighter say, Fest. Fighter Fest is July first, and then it's it, Fighter Fest is Dynamite. So it's not going to be Dynamite. It's Dynamite on July first is Fighter Fest Part One, and then Dynamite on July eighth is Fighter Fest <laughs> Part Two.
1: Okay. So which That's- night is he going to fight him?
0: I don't know. It, it doesn't say. So, uh, like, if I was Jack, uh, Jake Hager, I'd be like, I'm not fighting you at Fighter Fest. I'll fight you next week. You have an open challenge. I'll be here. Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Then, like, so is Cody going to fight, like, four guys until he fights Hager? So you yeah. know he's going to win. His Marco like,
1: Stunt. Yeah. Um, Pineapple Pete.
0: Pineapple Pete. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand the the booking there. We're like, swagger attacks, and then he's like, you want it, you get it at fighter. Like, well, why? Like, why does he not get it right, in that, like, next week? You know? And that's just, I mean, you know, Hager's not going to beat him, because Darby's going to eventually beat him for that belt. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll just be another loss for Hager. Uh, you know, it's just another...
1: Why didn't you have Darby Allen uh, skateboarding with Tony Hawk on the on the notes?
0: Oh, I forgot about Darby Allen skating with Tony Hawk, yeah. I don't <laughs> really know that. I like Darby Allen, and I like his segments. I really didn't know what that was. was. He just, just kept like, destroying
1: himself, trying to do a, like a, a little trick off a ladder.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was getting hard to watch,
1: and he missed it like 10 consecutive times. Like,
0: Yeah, I was just like, okay.
1: Right. <laughs> this dude's killing himself.
0: Over and over and over. I don't know what they're doing with Darby. I don't know if he's coming. I think back. he's gonna get hurt. You think so?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, all in all, you know, it's a decent show. It's good, but I just yeah. think a, I think a lot of their booking stuff is kind of annoying. That like they they kind of break a lot of their own rules of things that they yeah say. And this is a company see. that prides themselves on you know they are not WWE the, things matter rules matter and this matters then it's just like oh yeah you could be the number one contender yeah, yeah. all right you, <laughs> you get a title shot for no apparent reason
1: yeah Matt Hardy's all, right. all
0: over on TV yep it's, it's yeah it's just I don't know. I don't know where they're going with some of their guys. And I want to see them do a little bit more.
1: hmm I think once things start getting back to normal, I think a lot of it, too, is, like, they just got all these people back, so, like, they wanted to feature them somehow. Yeah. So they kind of did that, like, got the Bucks on there for a segment or two and Hangman and, yeah. you know.
0: I noticed one thing that was interesting about the TNT title is they did change. Uh, I don't know if you heard Shivani talking about it, but they changed. their like ruling on a little bit. Did you hear that?
1: No.
0: He was like each week Cody will put this belt up. He's like, and it doesn't matter who you are. You could be in the company. You could be an outsider from the company. Whoever you are, you show up, you can get it. I'm like, that's intentional. You saying that. Yeah. Like, you say that last week. You said that. That means this is how they're going to do like, Always oh, WWE
1: guys. <laughs>
0: Kurt and show up to come and challenge Cody for that belt. Uh, I That's a little little tip. I caught you, Shivani. I see you, Shivani.
1: Yeah, then they got to stop announcing it the week before.
0: Yeah, let it be a surprise.
1: Good let stuff. Surprise. Justin, there- did you find out which rock star used to beat their kids with a bag of oranges?
0: Uh, no, I can't find anything about it.
1: Darn. <laughs>
0: all right well that's our show for the night uh take care like share subscribe all that shit and uh hope you're having a good one and we'll talk to you later later later